Good morning, everyone. This is Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to the next episode. How's it going? It's Thursday. This week is kind of kicking my butt a little bit. I'm a little tired. I don't know. I think it's just the way I live. I kind of go hard. Excuse my yawn. Uh, you get it unfiltered here. I've got so much love and respect for you. I just wake up and I'm myself with you. And sometimes that includes coughing and yawning. Um, you're welcome. So anyway, I don't really have a thought that's dominating right now. Other than I noticed there's been a huge uptick, a uh, huge, relatively speaking, a uh, huge uptick in listens lately. Um, I'm wondering if this message is resonating with people. My sort of intolerance for you setting goals and not doing shit about it. Uh, (laughs) You know, and I'm not talking to everyone. I'm just talking to the people who really need that kind of push. I'll tell you, I did not care for Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V at first. Excuse me, I'm going to (coughs) cough. Excuse me. Uh, Sorry about that. I didn't care for him. I listened to his podcast and basically it was because he was calling people like me out. Like I enjoyed saying I was running my business. I enjoyed saying I was an entrepreneur, but I really wasn't going as hard as I could. And for him to just come on the podcast every day and basically blast people like me, uh, it made me uncomfortable. It really did. I uh, felt some kind of way and I listened to him like twice and I was like, this dude's a jerk. And then I stopped uh, listening for a long time. And then I realized that I had started to do all the things he had said to do, you know, in terms of creating content, in terms of creating a schedule, um, in terms of just, you know, going in and really, really pushing myself. So I said, you know, this guy is probably not wrong. You know, he's probably uh, right because he really upset me and frustrated me. So you know, I feel like I'm just pushing people who need to be pushed and hopefully uh, you guys enjoy that or you get something out of it or you get motivated or inspired because, you know, life is hard and it's so easy to get distracted. You know, you say you want to do something and then you could turn around and find five other things that are valid uh, to be distracted by. And it's frustrating, you know. Uh, I know I personally get frustrated. Uh And I need a push at times. So hopefully you guys take it in the spirit that it's intended. And uh, let's talk more moves, you know, like if you really want something, you don't have this, this unlimited pool of time to try to make it happen. You really have to go for it now. Um, You don't know uh, when your time is up. And I think that's I think that's what's really fascinating. We all know we're going to die. We just all assume it's not today. And so or next week or next year or whatever, you know, so you just have to make it up in your mind that if you want the things you say you want, you just got to do them. You got to do it, you know, and you were put here for a reason. You get to figure out what that reason is. No one else can tell you what your reason is and you get to figure it out and you get to, you know, go live your life and and do what you were put here to do you just gotta do it and the time is now you know especially if you're not happy you know none of this matters if you're happy and I don't mean comfortable in an uncomfortable space you can normalize anything 
you know, the sheer amount of damage that people do to each other on a regular basis and we have normalized it is scary. Um, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about actually being happy and comfortable with your life and your choices and looking around and being like, you know, this is this is pretty good. You know, God's good to me. I've got the life I want. That's different than everything's fucked up, but I'm okay with that because I'm used to things being fucked up. Like, that's totally different. So anyway, like I said, I'm beating the dead horse, but it's it's something I'm passionate about. It's something I wish I had more of. I wish I had received it better earlier uh, when people were trying to push me. Um, but know this, I'm not a person that needs a lot of pushing. I push myself. So sometimes it upsets and offends me that someone thinks they need to push me because I don't know anybody that works harder than me. So I think that's when I'm like, wait, either you're misinformed or you're making an assumption about me. And I don't care for that either. I don't like when people presume to know me, you know, don't make assumptions about me. I'm, I am hardworking and I am smart. Start with that. Yeah. Everything else you just have to figure out on your own, but know for a fact that I work really hard and I'm pretty smart and not in a braggadocious way. Just, I know what I know. And I think it's strange that we live in a country now where people are vilified for being smart. I want to go back to where uh, it wasn't okay to be dumb. I'm not saying taunt and tease people, but like if you have the capacity to learn and you don't don't learn things, that's on you. That's your fault. You know, if something isn't impeding your ability to learn and you refuse to learn things, I don't know. Maybe you're lazy. Do do what you want with that. <laughs> but it's okay to be smart and it's okay to want to learn how to be better in the world. In fact, I implore everyone to do that. And hopefully you get motivated and inspired to read and and uh, pay attention to the world around you in a new way. You know, I think that's what that's how I view the world. This podcast is very much a uh, an offshoot of how I view the world and what I find interesting. And I love people and I love a good story. So hopefully, you know, somebody listens to this podcast and gets inspired to start their own business. I started from nothing. And the main reason why I have my own content company is because when when I was trying to sell scripts to Hollywood, you know, the conversation just didn't go the way I wanted it. Not so much because I didn't get, you know, rich and famous overnight 20 something years ago, but mainly because it always started with, you're so talented, you're brilliant. I just wanted to meet you. I'm not kidding. Oh, I, you know, I really love the script. And then it was like, but here's what we need to make it turn into a movie. And it was never, uh, we're going to leave your shit intact. It was always like, we're going to change your screenplays. Um, we're going to market the market it like this. We're going to do it. And it was like, The whole idea of showing them something they had never seen before wasn't a benefit at that time. It made people uncomfortable. Like, you know, nobody wanted to make the story that I had in mind because they had seen box office receipts for certain films. And they were like, well, we can just turn it into a version of that. It's like, nah, nah, that's not what this is. This ain't that. So, you know, it was frustrating because people were telling you, you know, oh, yeah, you're just so talented. And it's like you could, I think, um, 
a screenwriter that I'm a fan of. He wrote Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Uh, I cannot think of his name right now. Uh, but he had a quote that said, and only in Hollywood can you die of encouragement. <laughs> and it's true because it it was just like, this is insane. Like what in the world? Everybody was like so hyped and like they wanted to take meetings and they wanted, and, and that felt real in the moment until it was like, okay, a year later, we have no money still to make the movie. No one will do business with us. People have tried to change the script. I've had a few people try to steal scripts from me. Um, It's just, it's been a a journey, you know? So I started my own company because I didn't want to deal with any of that. And now I'm in a position where I have the leverage because now to to work with me, you got to work with my entire company. And I know what I'm doing. It's an excellent position to be in, and I hope other people take advantage of that. If you've got any kind of artistic, creative abilities, especially, because that is a business, this is a business that's ripe for people to just take from you. They will just rob you. So it's nice to know that you can put yourself in a position where you have the power, and that doesn't happen a lot. So if you are a rapper or a musician or a session guitarist or Start a publishing company, start a content company, put your own music out there under your own label and build up that audience. Uh, if you are a screenwriter, incorporate yourself, pay your, get your company paid. Don't worry about getting individual checks, grow your business and your brand and uh, be solid in what you are. You know, don't just say, oh, I'll, I'll write this for X amount of dollars or, oh, I'll, I'll show up here for X amount of dollars. I mean, that does not put you in the power position. Having your own company with its own brand and its own content puts you in a very, very strong negotiation position. So I haven't always had that. <laughs> uh, there are times I remember somebody asked me like, did you get a good price on your car? And I'm like, I was not in a strong negotiating position. Um, and you know when you are and you know when you're not. So put yourself in a, in a strong position by owning your own stuff. And I'll end with, if you spend money in this economy, the quickest way, and it's a slow way, but the quickest, most assured way to make money in this country is to invest in the stock market. If you go to Starbucks, you need to own some Starbucks stock. Don't tell me you can't afford it. There are great apps like Stash, Acorns. They will give you fractional ownership. And over time, you are building up your portfolio. If that works for you incrementally, then do th- just do that. You go to Starbucks. You go to uh, Facebook every day. You go to um, CVS. You go to Walgreens. You go to you drive a Ford. All these things you can have part ownership in. You're sending people your money every month. You're giving people your money every day. Invest in yourself. Be be an owner. That's how you make money over long term, which is people wonder why there's generational poverty because no one's ever spent time earning money and passing it on. You get generational wealth that way. But a lot of people ignore you know, buying stocks and putting them away and watching them grow. And 
they wonder why they don't have anything to pass on to their kids or they don't care that they don't have anything to pass on to their kids. You know, so that's my thought of the day. I thought I didn't have anything, but I had a lot, right? I found something for you because I care. (laughs) And I talk a lot. (laughs) All right. I hope you have a great day. I hope you're inspired. Please enjoy your Thursday. Be well, be safe. We'll meet here again tomorrow. Take care. The way you want to be in the world that makes you rich as fuck. Feel good as a motherfucker.